Hey everybody, welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with me, your host, Chanel Patrice Hancock here in Akron, Ohio. Where right now, the sun's about to go down shortly. It was 68 degrees Fahrenheit, but it felt kind of like less than 68 degrees. It's been chilly all weekend, but I want to thank all the new people who have been listening all weekend to my Women in Language reviews from day one to day four. It just wrapped up, but before I get into my thoughts on the last day of Women in Language, I want to thank the sponsors of the show who helped keep me going with new interviews and putting my message about language learning the visually impaired way out to over 112 countries around the world. Um, Anchor.fm. Without them, I wouldn't have been able to pull this off for almost 29 months. So, thank you. Um, And if you guys want to do the same thing that I'm doing, create a podcast for free. It's 100% accessible with all screen readers. VoiceOver for the Mac and iOS products. NVDA, Linux, System Access, and JAWS for Windows for the PC. Then, go to Anchor. You can download it on your Google phone. You can download it on your Apple phone, tablets, and PCs. So go to Anchor. You won't regret it. Well, I have to say, this weekend was an awesome weekend of four days of women speaking about languages, social justice, language heritage, preserving languages, language identity, and it happened at one place, Women in Language, hosted by my good friends Lindsay Williams of Lindsay Does Languages, Shannon Kennedy of Eurolinguist.com, and Kirsten Cable of the Fluent Show slash Fluent.co.uk, and I have to say, they outdid themselves this year. We had over 30 speakers from all over the world speak. And I have to say, the last day was pretty interesting. You know, I I was kind of at a late start this time around just because um, they started a little bit later than they did um, the previous three days. And so, because of that, I was kind of off on when I wanted to start. So, I was like probably two speakers plus um, opening um, remarks from Kirsten, Shannon, and Lindsay um, I missed. But I did hear Mary Polyglot talk about her language learning story. Um her different tips and tricks on how to, you know, learn a language, you know, how to feel like you're not alone if you're living in a new country where people want to speak only English and you want to speak their language because she's in the Netherlands living and working in the Netherlands and they just want to speak English, but she has found places that she can go to in order to be able to connect with um, people who speak Dutch and she talked about her polyglot story but if you want to go back into the 
she knows language learning journey archives you will find her um story i interviewed her at the beginning of last year and so um you can hear more about that but i really enjoyed it um i actually have to say the two takeaways that i had from this day was jamila ball um social justice um speech um and Aaron Morgan and talking about um gender pronouns and you know how to identify them if you're talking to someone that's binary or queer and how that relates to languages and how that relates to different cultures and how people um connect with you depending on what pronouns you may use, he, she, you know, and that there is more than just your basic pronouns, that there are pronouns that can be used to uh, identify people that are binary or queer or other. Um, so that was really interesting to me. Um, the fact that she worked in lived in Jordan and certain parts of the Middle East and um, you know she's from the US and she is a um, white trans woman who um, teaches Arabic um, at a university in Massachusetts it her story was very compelling to me um, I really did enjoy it immensely um, I hope to be able to get her onto the show. Um, I listened to Jamila Balls or Bell's um, um, speech, and she's an attorney who is a language um, a language. Um, she's a language coach. She also deals with, um, bringing people together on a community level in regards to languages. Um, you know, so if you're living in an area where it's dominantly a black, um, area that's underprivileged and you mostly have blacks and, and, and brown minorities and you know you have somebody coming in there speaking Spanish and if they look like you um, it's kind of hard for kids to really relate to that because they're used to being uh, someone that's of Caucasian origin um, speaking she taught at some of these schools and she's lived in South Africa and she's been to Argentina and been to Germany and France and she um, her experiences are very different from like a lot of the speakers 
Um, she identifies language in a totally different way, a totally different construct. Um, it, it's, it kind of, she kind of reminds me of someone that came from the Nelson Mandela, um, ANC, um, civil rights era, but more so her generation version of it. Um, she's about bringing people together of all, um, Afro, um, backgrounds and making sure that they have a voice in that working with other people and using her Spanish, her Portuguese, her English, and her French to connect with other people from other countries that might not be able to speak English. Um, you know, it, it helps bring the community of, of people together, you know, on a civil rights um, way of uh, environment. Um, I kind of feel that um, her gorilla um, freedom fighter style of of um, activism is something that I haven't seen before and it really like evokes something in me and I'm 43 years old so I like the fact that she believes that we all can learn more from intercultural exchange you know just because you speak Spanish or French or Portuguese or German or if you speak English you know um, if you don't know those languages and you're put in a situation that you aren't comfortable with because you've been working in an environment with Latinas French people and people who speak Portuguese then you should learn Portuguese don't assume that they're supposed to learn English just because you don't know how to communicate. You can learn. And I can identify with that because I've been saying that for a long time myself. And I really was inspired by what she had to say. Um, you know, I, I too have to say I have volunteered helping people, you know, learn English. And, um, you know, them be 65 to 18 years old and being from Eastern Europe and Latin America, Mexico, Puerto Rico, um, Yemen, um, Iran and Iraq and, um, you know, different parts of Asia, Japan, Vietnam, Korea, and mainland China. And, you know, they really worked hard to want to learn English and assimilate into American culture. 
But you do have the ones where it's hard for them to pick up the language because, you know, they feel like they're giving up their identity and they shouldn't have to. But I really was transformed, I would say, by um, a story that she told about how women that were being held in the detention areas here in the U.S. because of, you know, um, being illegal immigrants. They were getting um, operated on illegally without their consent because they didn't understand the English language and they didn't have interpreters and they didn't have proper representation and that this stuff was going on and people were taking ovaries out of women's bodies and they were giving them, um, <coughs> excuse me, giving them operations that were, uh, probably not something they really wanted. Um, but because they didn't understand English, you know, and their rights weren't being um, respected due to them being illegal immigrants and not knowing the language, um, that was very disturbing to me. Um, I have to say that. I really felt like, <laughs> you know, why isn't this being talked about more? Why, why isn't someone doing something about this um you know it really struck a chord with me you know uh given the fact that it's bad enough that our our government here in the u.s is not really paying attention to um the fact they're separating children from their mothers and they don't speak english and they're going from one part of the country to the other part of the country never to see their kids again you know, or babies being, you know, encaged in a cage like an animal because, you know, our government is just being cruel. You know, I, not to get real political, but when you're trying to leave a, a environment where people are, um, you know, having to flee their country because of the violence and the trauma that they experienced, you know, their homes being destroyed and whatever other political unrest is going on in their country, you know, they come over here because they want to make a better life for themselves. Um, it can become quite hard if you don't know English, you know, you see America as the opportunity to have the freedom that you want and then you're put in an environment where you don't know the language, you don't know the people, you don't have a translator to translate written documents for you in the language of your choice, which I think is wrong. Um, you don't have an interpreter to interpret what's being spoken to you in the language that you speak because, you know, you have no rights supposedly to the people that are, you know, detaining you. Um, I mean, when she was speaking about um, these women having 
been circumcised. Um, I just really was, that just took me very much by surprise and disturbed me. And I, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of talks this weekend and this talk really did make me, um, want to have more people like her on my show talking about how we can build community and, and try to change the landscape of, of language, um, communication and, and by having more people of color, um, be interpreters, be translators, be teachers, you know, because we need to be able to learn these people's languages, whether it's Spanish, Arabic, Mandarin, whether it's Russian, um, you know, Portuguese, French, you know, Haitian Creole, um, because not everyone does speak English. And, you know, we have to be respectful and mindful of their language and their culture too, because we might claim the language as our own because we're comfortable with it and we feel uh, like we're, um, we belong to it, but we still have to have respect for the people for which the language originated from as well. And I love the fact that, you know, this year with women in language, there were more people of color there was more diversity than ever. It wasn't just Caucasian women speaking. It was black women. It was trans women. It was Latinas. It was, you know, people from Scotland and Ireland and, um, you know, Australia. And I just, I loved it. Um, you know, I, I'm glad that we're able to connect on a platform where, you know, this is by women for women and it's about women and it's also for everyone. And, you know, I love the fact that things were accessible. I didn't have any technology problems, which was great. Um, you know, I got two new people to join my language learning group. I got, um, some more interviews lined up for the show, you know, and I, I made some new friends in the process and I learned so much, you know, this weekend, I really did. And I have to tip my hat off to Lindsay, Shannon and Kirsten for pulling this off once again, especially during a time where things are so bleak and people are so divided, but this just makes it even more clear now than ever that we have to come together. And if that means by learning each other's languages, swapping recipes, you know, I don't know, trading baseball cards from other countries, I don't know, um, you know, books, you know, whether it's digital or physical, um, you know, bringing this global community together of all races, all genders, all countries, you know, because the, the world's getting smaller, but 
the people are coming together much more quickly because of the internet and I'm so glad that this is like really the first flagship groundbreaking conference that's online and that started online and that will continue to be online um, and that it is affordable for people to go to and I'm glad this is my second one and I had a blast and um, you know I hope that people were able to buy tickets and I hope that people were able to uh, participate this year for $29 it has closed because it did end today and um, you know I'm just gonna say it was a great great experience I really learned a lot from it um, you know I want to thank all the speakers for speaking I've had a blast and you know I probably will be in the women and language Facebook group for six weeks getting no more people getting more people to come on the show so um that's the Hyler is going to be on the show this coming up weekend um she I probably will put her interview out in the next couple weeks and then I have um a few other people that are going to be coming on the show um, so in the next few weeks or so so I'm really excited about um, bringing you guys more people and different people from all over and you know I'm, I'm happy that you know the US represented with 324 people this year so that really does say that we do love languages and we do love learning languages in in this country and that there are open-minded people around and um, you know thanks again to the women in language organizers you guys rock and I hope to see you guys next year in 2021 um, at women in language 2021 so remember to rate subscribe review and share the podcast with everyone who loves learning languages the visually impaired way i'm your host chanel patrice hancock here in akron ohio remember language learning is a journey not a race enjoy the process enjoy the podcast and i'll see you in the next episode of chanel's language learning journey podcast slan mehara asanti sana kwahari Gule gule, but fandom ye her fandom. Ya choke in to shiktala. Au revoir, mes amis, la polyglot community. Spazi babashaya sim. Jap vam haroshite. Rehidne sim. Das fadanyas. Paka paka. Adios los compadres en el mundo. Sosificado aquí un el Estados Unidos y el mundo. Esta noche y esta mañana y esta tarde en el mundo. Muchas gracias mis compadres. Lindsay Williams y Shannon Kennedy y finalmente... Señora 
Kirsten Cable de Luencia Programa Chal e molto grazie mi amica qui una lingua conferenzie They women in lingua. Otachiwa Jamata Sayanara. Ungaisai no kipamyao. Neto hai mai kwa laika. Bye bye. Shukwana fransabiti. Mais c'est